Let's go to the hotline and welcome. I heard this story while I was on vacation. I read about this. Unbelievable. About this gentleman, Carlo Bellario. Carlo, how are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. I uh, I have some, I'm from New York. I have some friends on Facebook and they reposted this story about Carlo. Carlo is a comedian. Now, Carlo, I'm gonna tell, let me tell you what I uh, know about the story and you tell me if I'm going right or wrong, okay? Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. Carlo is a comedian. He's working. He decides he wants to do some acting and maybe break into movies. And, of course, you know the way in there is to start doing low-budget movies and stuff that they film around. And I would imagine in the Northeast area there's a lot of that filming going on, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of that. Yeah, especially low-budget. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're always looking for guys who are Italian guys to play mobsters and things along those lines. Where do you see the ad for this uh, movie? How do you find out about it? Actually, I saw it on um, Facebook. That was a uh, you know how they have group pages with certain things, and this was a group page that posted casting calls. So you know, I saw the movie that I that they were posting about, and it seemed like a cool idea. And I don't normally do independent stuff because I've done like as extra work. I've done Law and Order. I've done uh, some big TV series and some major pictures. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes these little pictures they they wind up in festivals and they blow up. So I said, you know what? It was a Monday, you know. I had no nothing to do. I said, "Why not?" It's a chance to network. Right. And I, I, I answered the ad on Facebook. I got casted immediately. And where and where are they filming? Where do they tell you to uh, to go? You have to report where that day. We were uh, to report to Woodbridge, New Jersey, in like a residential area. It was going to be filmed. The scene that I was actually in was a car chase scene. Okay, um, and uh, Woodbridge is in New Jersey, right over the bridge from uh, from Staten Island. So, uh, and you are, you're filming a car chase scene and this is a mobster movie. It was a, it was about a drug dealer that owns a casino and how the DEA were trying to infiltrate it. So I was like to be his bodyguard okay, or one of his bodyguards. Um, so we, you know, we, we said we filmed in a residential area and what we did was we drove around four or five block radius, um, I had the prop gun. I was the passenger. Another actor was driving. Basically, I was just to hang the gun out the window, not fire any projectiles. Just like when you were a kid and you used to play Cowboys and Indians and go bang, bang. The sound was going to be dubbed in later. And the actual car we were chasing, there was nothing in front of us. It was all going to be, you know, put in later. in later. Now, let me add, this is one of the things I had a question about. I thought maybe I was getting this wrong. This is a prop gun. They didn't just say, here's a real gun and we won't put any bullets. And it was actually a prop gun. Well, what happened is I thought I was handling a prop gun. It turns out that it wasn't. It was a pellet gun. And in the state of New Jersey, they don't differentiate between anything because of something called the Graves Act. A gun is a, if you have a water pistol right, or you have uh, an assault rifle, it's the same thing. But is it, is it possession or is it if you're using it in a crime that it's the same thing? Everything. It's possession and crime. They don't. They don't uh, recognize the differences. So, if you were if you were to run around the streets with a water pistol, you would get charged with possession of a weapon or whatever. I got charged. It was all be a one count possession of a weapon. But New, New Jersey is very uh, draconian as far as their gun laws. Okay, so they uh, they you do the scene, and then the neighbors in the area. They see this chase going on. They see a gun out the window, and they don't know that you're filming a movie. So somebody calls the authorities. Correct? Absolutely. They and panicked, and and rightly so. You know, if I was one of those people, the neighbors, and I saw that, I probably would have done the same thing. So I'm, I really can't get mad at them. 
I don't know, Carla. I've seen a lot of that in my neighborhood. We just kept our mouths shut. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm from Newark, so I, you know, I wouldn't have said nothing either. But you know, I'm just saying, and even the cops. I, you know, all through this whole thing, I've never vilified the cops. I've never vilif- uh, vilified the prosecutors because they're doing what they're supposed to do. But I had hoped at one point that common sense would just prevail, and they'll see, like, you know, this isn't worth our time. This definitely isn't worth the taxpayers' money that they're wasting on this. So they, they swoop in, and they uh, they end up arresting Carlo because he's got the fake gun, the right. pellet gun, and, they, and we just talked about the laws in New Jersey, so they go ahead and they arrest him, and they keep him in jail. You were there for four days, right? Four days um, until my family could arrange bail for me. Um, my girlfriend, as soon as this happened, I contacted her. I said, listen, I said, I have a situation. And, you know, as a comedian, she thinks I'm kidding. Mm. So I said, no, no, this is this is serious, you know. So she tries to call the director and the producer, you know, because they were all there. Right. They saw what happened. She's like, are you going to bail him out? They're like, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll get him out. Once they heard it was $10,000, they actually left me there high and dry. Oh. That is crazy. So now you're in jail. You're, you're you're serving four days. You have no idea what's going on. You don't have the money to come out and, and, and pay for all this stuff. I would imagine at some point you had to call a lawyer. Well, yeah. You know what? When this first happened... I didn't take it, you know, I was I was pissed off, obviously, that I had to spend four days in jail. But let's let's back it up a little bit. You know, I've been in trouble before, so I've been in that place before. Well, know, that's what I was going to ask you. Ago. I was going to ask you how extensive was your record. Maybe that has to be part of why they're locking you up. Well, I have a, a, a few blemishes, but that has nothing to do. That's my past. This is my, you know what I'm saying? The whole rub, is, the whole rub here is, is that... Because I have a prior felony on my record, I'm not allowed to touch a gun. But I had no not had I known that it was a BB gun or anything like that, I wouldn't have touched it. You know, I had no knowledge, and I didn't walk off the set with it menacing people. I was hi- doing what I was hired to do, even though hired is a stretch because I wasn't getting paid. But if I was what I was asked to do, right? And and what are the cops saying on this set when you when the people on the set are explaining, hey? We're filming a movie. This guy isn't robbing anybody. And what's her reaction immediately? That's the second part of this. They weren't too happy about it because, you know, they're getting a call. There's a guy with a gun. And this happened at the time when the the Paris attacks happened last year in November. So everybody Uh, was amped up. You know, everybody was all charged up. And even, like, one of the cops showed up and goes, do you guys know what's going on in this country? You know, I was like, listen, I was very respectful to them. I said, I'm just an actor. I was doing this part-time. You know, they didn't have a permit to film, so nobody knew they were going to be there. Mm. So they couldn't even and call I, ahead you know, and give anybody. But no, let me yeah. tell you how how strict New Jersey is. My grandparents lived in uh, in Hackensack, New Jersey, when I was a kid. And if somebody spent the night, they'd have to call the local sheriff and let them know there'd be an extra car on the block. Like really? there's area, there's areas that are serious. It, you know, it is. You know, and it's uh, you know the whole thing that bothers me the most is that. No, out of eight to ten people on the set that day, I was the only one arrested. I get it; I had possession of it, you know. But even when my girlfriend went down to the police station and the other cops were there who weren't like involved in the call, they're like, "Why? Why did they even arrest this guy?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was so ludicrous to them, and nobody to this day, nobody from the movie company has been charged or anything, to my knowledge. Supposedly. And I can't even verify this, that they got a ticket for filming without a permit. And that's the problem with low-budget films is none of these these uh, 
projects have any budget and if yeah. they do they don't have the permits are probably expensive i can't figure i don't know what they go for but they probably tried to fly under the radar and figure you know who's going to catch us in, the, in a matter of a few hours and get it done and but i, I happen to be collateral damage this time uh, i i have to tell you that this is ridiculous that this has gone on this long i are, are the is the media in the New York, New Jersey area, are they catching on to this? Because you, what you really have to do is embarrass them into dropping the charges. Well, before, I, you know, like I was telling you, when this happened in November, I was hoping common sense would prevail. So I really didn't take it too seriously. I kept saying to myself, they got to see that this is a mistake. Yeah. So, you know, this happened in November. December comes, January comes, and January comes... And the more people I'm talking to, the more they're, they're scaring me about everything. Oh, this is serious. So I finally decided to, my first contact with the media was uh, a guy on Channel 11 in New York, uh, PIX11. His name is Howard Thompson. He does a, a program called Help Me Howard. Right. Uh, I contacted him, and he did a piece on me, and then everyone, then it just opened up the floodgates. I'm getting calls. I get two or three calls a day. A friend of mine who's an actor in L.A., he says, you're the hottest story out here in L.A. And I even Googled myself. And I'm in the San Jose Mercury News. I'm in Denver. I'm in Seattle. And it's great. Yeah. It's, and everybody's been really great about it. Everybody is, like, on my side about this. They really think it's a shame. And I can't, you know, and I thank you, Mike, for the support. You well, know, I well here, here, let me tell you, I think you're certainly, you, you, this is a mistake. And uh, it's like you said, common sense should settle in. They, even if they gave you a fine, they say, hey, listen, this is the New Jersey law and you didn't have a permit and here we're going to fine you $5,000. That'd be, that'd be ridiculous, but still much better than facing 10 years in jail. Right. And now, Carlo, you were just in court last week, right? Yeah, I had my first appearance on the 22nd, which was what they call a... Uh, a pre-indictment conference. It's basically, it's a, they set it a court date, and they try to, you know, settle this case and before it has to go any further. So they come back with an offer of three years. So I basically oh. told them to stick it and let's go to trial. Now, By the way, let me just repeat, any, anybody just joining the show, three years for holding a pellet gun while filming a movie. Right. That's what he did. That's, that's what they want to put him in jail for Could three get up to years 10. for. Yeah, yeah, they offered him a deal at three. Crazy. I'm still waiting for Ashton Kutcher to jump out and tell me I got punked. <laughs> you, what? That's, it, it's it's you, just definitely one of those scenarios. It's just crazy. And the problem is now they made it sound like, oh, yeah, do three years and you'll be home. You'll wind up doing a year with good behavior and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I want to go to trial. If I lose that trial, they're going to tack on a lot more because – there's this other stupid law in New Jersey, which I, I get it, I guess. I guess because I'm the victim of it, I'm not happy about it. It's called the certain person's law. It means that certain people are not allowed to touch a gun like me because I have a prior felony. Right. Um, somebody who's had a uh, dishonorable discharge, there's a whole list, a certain person's act. Now, that's five years. The, if I lose that trial, they're going to give me the maximum, which was five years. So you're looking at an upwards of 10 years. Oh, how Now, uh, who is who is representing you? Have you gotten a legal representation? Yet because I would imagine some lawyer is going to want to jump all over this to make a name for themselves. A lot of lawyers have uh, uh, stepped up to me, and they all, they didn't want, you know, because at the time, listen, I'm a comedian. I make okay money. I was surviving as it is, but everybody wanted 15000 20000 This one guy heard me on 101.5 in New Jersey, which was the, the, the big station out right. here, and he's, he wants to help, so he's willing to work with me. 
So I had to embarrass myself and put up a GoFundMe. I am so, Mike, I know the uh, situation dictates it, but I'm so embarrassed by it because it's like you're begging for money, and I hate that. You're in a situation, uh, Carlo, where I, I, this is a matter of whether or not you go to jail for what could be 10 years, and uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm normally against asking for money, but when I first saw this, I thought this is a guy who needs help. Yeah, you know, especially because my freedom's on the line, and now, because this is going to trial, you know, this guy is working with me real close, but he's got, you know, he's he wants to go full out. He wants, his name is Jeff Henninger, by the way. Um, he's actually the house counsel for a, a group in New Jersey called the Second Amendment Society who have been really behind me. I can't believe the, the support I'm getting. There's, I mean, the NRA has put me in their newsletter. So this is catching wildfire. And before I hired Jeff, I went to a, a, another attorney who I had, was familiar with, and he says, listen, I can't, because I was looking for a lawyer pro bono, which is right. you know, a shot in the dark. But he says, listen, let me make some phone calls for you. And he was the first one to contact the prosecutor. They are headhunting me because they don't like the media I'm doing. Yeah, but that, like, that's well, what I you told you. You got to you got to embarrass them into doing it. Like you got to go on every show that'll take you. Have, have the Daily News or the Post, none of them wrote an article about this yet? Oh, yeah, the Daily News. The I'm trying to get on the, the national programs. Like, um, I mean, all the shows uh, out here have uh, uh, this news. The AP got a hold of it, Fox News. Um, so I'm trying to get on a television program like Good Morning America or something in the morning because I'm not. And, like, they're mad about the media, but, like, I didn't, I didn't degrade them i just said listen i'm a guy who needs help yeah you're yeah you're not and and you're not sitting there telling you how bad the cops are you're saying hey i understand i understand the laws this is unfortunate but i don't want to go to jail for 10 years you have have kids you have two kids i have they're they're my stepkids my girlfriend from her first marriage and that's my family and i don't know what that what am i going to tell them if i have to god forbid go away for 10 years because they're 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 just they're like my i treat them like they're my own that's how close i've gotten to them um the problem is now also on the 22nd when i showed up and after my lawyer had the conference with the prosecutor there's i don't know where they're getting this from but now this is just this has got to be like a hail mary for them or they're just getting some bad information there's starting. There's indications now that I brought this gun with me to the set, and that is absolute. I dare them. I defy them to to, to prove that because it's absolutely. Fun. Yeah, I brought the gun. I brought cannolis. What else? <laughs> I have to tell you, I think that what you should do, and and obviously a lawyer will know better, but. I think you should uh, hire a separate lawyer, and so the first thing you need to do is sue these movie guys. No, they need absolutely. to be responsible for this. You need to start coming. You need to go after them for the money. You need to make them responsible because they didn't have the permits that they need. They misrepresented themselves to you, and they are partly responsible for this. And then uh, you should do whatever you can to get as much information out there as possible because this is a ridiculous waste of taxpayers' money. This is a situation where uh, you got a guy who is who is willing to accept a responsibility, a fine, or something here, but the possibility of going away for three years, one year, ten year is insane for something like this. You know, and I, I I plan on doing that, Mike. You know, but everybody says take care of this criminal part first. And then go after them. But now, realistically, you know, and he's caused me, like, I, you know, the bail bondsman, I just finished paying him off because I was on travel restriction while on bail. So that means I couldn't travel all around the country and make money. So, 
my life is seriously impacted from this from November up until like since November and it's crazy yeah it really is I mean what am I gonna get at from him he he did a low-budget movie they didn't even have this kid showed up on the set the director who was running the show that day with a duffel bag he had it looks like he stole his grandmother's coffee maker out of her kitchen <laughs> just to provide coffee for everybody so you know what what, it, what, it, what is this guy's name do we know his name do we know are we able to track him down He's all over the internet. His name is Andre Joseph, and the name. And if you go on his site, it makes it look like he's this big, you know, fancy Dan producer. But it's AJ Epics, E P Y X Productions. He hasn't said nothing. He's clamped up. He hasn't responded to any media, except for one. He sent a letter to Howard Thompson over at Pix Eleven. He had an attorney send a letter saying, do you know who you're dealing with? Oh, wow. Well, right. From day one. No, because of my past record. It doesn't matter. What, what, uh, listen, I have to ask you, what is, what is the record? Like, you didn't molest kids or anything, did you? No. My record is nothing with guns, nothing with drugs, nothing of the SVU nature, um, no violence. It's all, uh, I, I, and I know this is going to sound like I'm, when I, my first time I got arrested was in 1996. It was for a burglary that a friend of mine did in the apartment building where I lived. And because he had a really bad record, I took the heat for him. Okay. Because I, I had never gotten in trouble. And the rest of it is all petty theft stuff. All right. years ago. But but even that, I mean, you were not using you were not using this gun to commit a crime. You're using it to make a movie and 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 uh, judge it based right. just on this incident alone. Uh, I I put the uh, the the GoFundMe up on our Facebook page, and I, I would like to stay in touch with you and follow the story to see where it goes, and see if there's anything else we could do to help you out because this is insane. That that this could happen to anybody. This we could be filming a movie out there on the streets. We could be doing yeah. a radio stunt. Somebody get a hair up their ass thinking we're doing something wrong, and now we look at jail time. So, uh, I, I GoFundMe dot com forward slash raw deal. That's to help keep Carlos's uh, legal fund to keep him out of jail. It's it's halfway there. It's fifteen grand is what he wants, and he's at seven and change. And I don't. If you're listening and you don't want to give money, that's fine. But you should at least be aware of the story. And uh, and you know, put it on your Facebook page and maybe share it with other people to help the guy out. I appreciate you coming on the air today. I wish you the best in this situation and and stay in touch because I'd like to see where this goes next. I definitely will, Mike. And I actually I'm going to be down in Tampa over at the uh, Improv, and I definitely would like to drop in and say hello. Yeah, as long as you don't bring any weapons, you're more than welcome. <laughs> no, no, I bring cannolis, but they won't be loaded. <laughs> All right, good luck, and yeah, we uh, we look forward to seeing you when you're here, buddy. Thanks a lot. All right, but Carlos, uh, Carlo Bellario.